Welcome to Cracks in the Cement, where we dig into colonizer culture, the ways in which it surrounds us, how it got here, and where we want to go from here. Hi folks, welcome to Cracks in the Cement. This is Robin, your host. I hope this finds you all doing well this January 2024. Tonight I want to talk about um, hyper-productivity and individualism, specifically hyper-productivity hyper just because it's something that comes up a lot in um, when I work or talk with settler, colonizer, cultured, white-bodied folks. I'm not saying we're the only ones that suffer from hypo-productivity. It's just those are the folks that I tend to interact with. Those are the people that I focus on just because um, we got to heal our shits, we cause less harm. And also being in a white body and being um, part of that hyper productivity or like buying into it, kind of being sucked into it is also upholding the system. So that seems like a really important place to look for wiggle room to change that. Um, before I get into it, I just want to quickly mention that I have a couple of me and white supremacy learning groups I'll be facilitating this winter. One starts next week, the other one starts the week after that. They're nine weeks long. They are for white-bodied, white-presenting, or white-ish folks um, focusing on uprooting, kind of airing out internalized white supremacy. And then I um, have tools added in there to just kind of help support folks while they go through that process and it's really beautiful work um and it's where it's at it's the where the most um yeah just i think it's really where it's at as far as culture change we really have to look at ourselves and how we be with others so i will put the link to the um more information website page for that in case you or anybody else you know are interested in being a part of that. So um, I wanted to talk about hypo or productivity. I'll just start saying productivity. I don't, don't want to keep saying hyper, um, but I'll just say productivity. But I'm thinking of hyper productivity, which is that feeling we have in our muscles, in our bodies, where it feels like you just can't relax. Like it's just really hard to to slow down and um, yeah, and just feelings of guilt or um, can almost confusion if there isn't something to always be doing. And it's one of those basic tenets wait, tenant, 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 tenants that we see a lot. That's one of the top of the list you see whenever you look at a white supremacy culture description. And um, it is just such a strong muscle memory thing. It's so hard to get out of our systems. Um, and my kind of what I've been thinking about a lot lately, well, for those of you who know, I'm trying to get um, a nonprofit going, a 501c3, and I, I quit my predictable income job so I could focus on that, getting the nonprofit going, doing workshops, facil facilitating groups. And I've been doing this 
um, like accountability buddy book group just with one other person. So a very small book group um, for doing this book that's something like 72 keys to manifestation or something like that. And I don't normally do books that have manifestation in the label just because I, I associate it with um, like wanting to get rich or those kinds of things that, not that money's bad, but um, it's just not like getting rich isn't my focus. And you, you know what, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of that vibe. But this book um, has just been really powerful and it's really made me a w kind of notice some things like where I'm spending my energy things like that, like kind of what gets in the way of liftoff for something. So manifestation for me in this case is getting this nonprofit off the ground where I could actually pay myself to do it, you know, like pay to live, not to like get rich, but just to eat and, you know, pay the mortgage. So, um, and every now and then I'm just like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? So I've had some ahas and that's what I want to share because I guess the moral of the story here is like hypo productivity. I just said I wasn't going to say hyper anymore, but now I'm using it again. Um, I guess, yeah, I feel like the word hyper is important because it is like this, it, it has this hyper quality that just is unrelentless or every now and then if I do step off of that it's almost like I just want to be so lazy it's just ridiculous um so some of the ahas I had well first of all just thinking about what does it mean what does the wounded feminine mean and what does the wounded masculine mean and then conversely or wait is it conversely is that the right word well, whatever, the opposite of that being the divine feminine and the divine masculine. So just thinking about what do those mean? And so, and then what does it mean when you're in a system or in a culture that so completely divides these ideas of masculine and feminine, you know, like as far as the body goes and um, genitalia and, so gender and sex and feminine and masculine and what all these things mean. So thinking about the wounded feminine and the wounded masculine, that indoctrination, that um, conditioning definitely affects the wounded feminine and the wounded masculine, you know, as far as those extreme categories and confined boxes we get put into. So the takeaway that I kind of realized or kind of the ahas that I've had from collecting information from others and then from doing breath work and getting messages, I guess, um, or images that kind of bring it home is so the wounded feminine as far as settler colonizer white females that I see and like what I feel like I've been socialized with and my that particular brand of wounded feminine is this system this you know this this system will quote unquote work for you you know we can get a job and pay our bills 
but only if we give too much of ourselves, give too much, not be confident in ourselves, um, be polite, too polite, and you know, and, and that can include being passive aggressive, but being polite and instead of being honest, um, and then and then our value is equated with how much we produce. And I mean, everybody experiences that, but I'm just thinking how that conditioning and how that gets rewarded in a, like a woman presenting white person. And especially when your conditioning has been as a girl and a young woman, it's just, um, so I see that as kind of the wounded feminine and then the divine feminine is this, you know, creative to be worshipped. And I realized it's definitely the receiving, you know, it's very like symbolically and energetically, it's this receiving energy. And the, the image that I got was that I was a rose and like my head was this rose that was just opening a little bit where I could receive the sun and the rain and my roots could receive the nutrients from the soil. And there was no, there was no, like, I'm not worthy. It's just a what is, and I'm this glorious miracle rose that's accepting and it's just gorgeous. And so that's the divine feminine, which is, you don't need to do anything to approve anything to anybody. You know, you just are, we all are this creative force to be worshiped that is designed to receive from all this abundance, you know? So that's the divine feminine that doesn't need to prove itself. You know, it's just, it is, that is what it is, is this creative force. And then the wounded masculine is that's you know that is this sort of the hyper focus on doing 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 something which isn't necessarily a bad thing but it's also doing things with really no sense of agency you know like no sense of true um empowerment in doing and so when we don't really feel empowered to do that oh, that's my alarm um when we don't feel like we have that honest really honest pure wonderful sense of doing and agency it comes out sideways you know like through aggression or controlling others so that's the wounded masculine and it also, I feel like the wounded masculine, masculine, another way can go out sideways if it doesn't feel like it's a good agent or like a healthy, honest doing something. It, I think that also can kind of be the hyper laziness that, um, I don't know, that I can feel that. So, and then the divine masculine is holding space. Like I, I just, I imagine my arm just being out, like outwards, like holding a space, like a big space, as big as my arms can 
kind of curl around to hold space for the creative feminine to be whatever it wants to be let other beings just be whatever they want to be in whatever state they're in and just because it is you know that it is a miracle just for being so that's holding space and it's also the elbow grease the hitting the pavement and doing the work and so within ourselves we have this gorgeous divine feminine creative to be worshiped just inherently receiving the bounty and then the masculine that is holding space for that creative force and all its different manifestations and going and getting shit to take care of this creative force and so i realized that like at 4 a.m this morning or something where i was like what the fuck am I doing? I need to just forget this nonprofit thing, go get some dumbass job so that I can have a you know predictable income. And then I realized, oh, I was kind of too far on. I was kind of healing my divine feminine side, which was like, I believe in myself. I'm creating this thing. You know, I'm just here I am, like come and get it. And it's like, wait, where are the people? And that's like, oh shit, yeah, the divine masculine is, I need to do more to get flyers out and make, and have conversations and ask if I can show up to meetings so I can talk to people about the groups. I have to get out there. That is the divine masculine side. And so, and then the other thing I've been learning from that book, 72 Keys, and then my friend, I'll just say Kay, I don't know if she wants me to name her, but she was talking about it, she was reading about it as well, and we learned this through the seasons, but it's also, it's very cyclical. So we're not constantly being the divine masculine of just holding space and getting shit. It's like there are times to be putting forth that effort and then times to be creative and wait and germinate and let things magnetize to us. And then there's a time to be create to go do shit again and then, but, you know, it's like this breathing thing, the divine feminine, divine masculine within ourselves, that they're, they go back and forth. And that's what the seasons, you know, so right now it's more of kind of the divine feminine as far as like, this is a time to be creative and think and feel and um, let seeds, you know, be in the soil. And in the summer, that's when we feel you know, so energized, like we want to do, 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 do. So it's also cyclical, cycles within cycles within cycles. Um, and so, yeah, I just think as far as hyper productivity and having that in our bodies where it's just really difficult to relax and feel difficult to relax, I think practicing and feeling in and noticing that divine feminine divine masculine and kind of feeling into breathing and pausing and just carving time in the day if you can to do um just have moments of quiet because that's the other thing i learned from the 72 keys book and see, I don't even like to say the word manifestation, which is so sad. So 72 keys to manifestation. I'm just going to get comfortable with that word. 
But she talks about to really watch where our energy tokens are going as well. So it's scary to manifest our dreams or where we feel like our gifts lie. That's scary because we have to really put forth that energy to figure the stuff out, to get the things done, to create, to, you know, let it be iterative and let some things go and have to start again. And it is, it's work. And so she talks a lot about just paying attention to what are you doing? What are you giving your energy to? And so one thing I noticed I was doing was I was filling my, the audio space pretty much all the time with either music or a show or a podcast or, you know, some educational, whatever, listening to something or reading something, just constantly filling my senses with outside voices really and so instead of listening to a podcast while I do my like teeth routine in the night in the evenings I'm having myself just be with myself in the mirror and and just be present with my miracle vessel that I'm in so um yes so that's what I wanted to share so I wish you all happy um, balancing, happy balancing of the masculine and the feminine. It's really incredible and very, um, it's being alive, you know, to feel into those, to be more aligned with aliveness. It feels like it, it, it's a lot less misdirected, like energy going out sideways and a lot less numbing ourselves out or or putting things off um and it's scary it's scary and it's work at the same time you know it's all it's all the things so thank you so much for listening and yeah i just hope you all are doing well and check out the me and white supremacy learning groups if you haven't yet um and if you can help me pass them along Okay, thank you so much. Bye.